Hello, and welcome to another edition of Bill Swirsky's Superfans. I'm Bob Swirsky, sitting in for my brother Bill, who's still recovering from that dreadful heart attack. With me, as always, are the Superfans. Once again, we're coming to you from Dicka's Restaurant in the heart of Chicago, the city of the big shoulders, home to a certain team which, come January, will run roughshod over the competition in Super Bowl 26, a team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. Let's do this. Let's forget who we're playing this week and just write about how funny I am. <laughs> and then we'll have a good time. And we'll just we'll clown around every day. And I got some magic tricks I'll show you. Now, what if the Bears were to enter the Indianapolis 500? Uh, what would you predict would be the outcome, huh? How would they compete? Well, uh, let's say they rode together in a big bus. Is Dicka driving? Of course. Then I like the Bears. Sure. Yeah, I gotta go with the bear bus. The bear, bear bus. bus. All right. Bus Let's just say that the winner shall be a certain team from a certain Midwestern town that starts with a C, ends with an O, and in the middle is Hikag. I'm a coach. I gotta be. Uh, I gotta be realistic. I can't uh, live in a dream world like fans and, and writers and, and media does. I don't. I gotta live with the basic things I see and I understand. Mm -hmm. And I know when football teams are playing good and dominating other teams and have put the fear in other teams. We're putting the fear mm -hmm. in nobody right now. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we're we're setting back on our heels and getting back knocked back on our heels instead of taking it to people. And we have got to change that. We've got to be a, a dominant football team on the line of scrimmage, both sides. Everything okay? No problem, just having a heart attack. Right, Almost over. Uh -huh. Done, done. Very good. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boys. Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Drew's got finger guns up in the air. Bang, bang. It's happening. We're, we're, we're uh, coming to you live right now in this very moment. We're live in Nashville. Very cool, very laid back, chill environment. Uh, been a great weekend. Had a great time. But uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to dive all into that. Let's go ahead and kick this show off. The show is brought to you by Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Patreon page. Get over to patreon.com slash Guys. Right now, check out all the banging content that Drew is putting out. Uh, had us another pretty solid day, I'd say. Great DFS day. For we me. was here. We was here this morning. I was uh, I was asleep on the couch. Drew woke up real early. Brought you a donut. He brought me a donut. It was a delicious donut, and um, and he was like, "Rankings are done. <laughs> they're they're completed." And uh, we 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 got them out for you guys. Uh, we checked out everything on the on the television tube this morning. Watch that. Before we made any moves, but yeah, if you uh, if you did the DFS rankings, if you checked them out and you had a great day, send us screenshots. Let us know what went down. You can send them to at GGFS Podcast at Garage Guy Chase or at Drew Dean on Twitter. So again, patreon.com slash garage guys. Fantasy season's pretty much over now. DFS is not. It's the perfect time to get over there now. 
make it rain for the rest of the NFL season through the playoffs and up into the Super Bowl. Who knows? We might even, we might even do a, sh- a special showdown rankings that's going to be basically where we do a one-minute audio clip of Drew telling you who he likes and who he don't like. So that, that would be a good rankings. Sounds like a plan to me. Less Excel work and more uh, audio content. That's it. Audio so time. Let's do it. It's the audio time all the time. Patreon.com slash garage, guys. Let's go ahead and talk about our, our intro. Uh, we we had, uh, had to have the great intro of uh, Bill Swarsky's Superfans and some Mike Dickot sound clips in there just because of the great remnants of a better time for the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The Bears. And we also had the Weedon Boys intro because we are them boys, and we them boys together in, in the Ville Nash. But, uh, but most importantly, the Bears suck. Um, Bears are bad. Bears bad, bad. Bad time Bears. Probably the most inconsistent team besides the Cowboys this year, maybe. I don't know. I like to hate on the Cowboys way more <laughs> than I do the Bears. For sure. But the Bears are bad. Yeah, we've seen like a few good games from the Bears, but overall just kind of fizzled out this year after a, a great season last year. They it was the fizzle it was like the fizzle of Naggy. <laughs> Nazzy Fizzle. That's what we're gonna call him from now on. He's about to fizzle his ass out of Chicago too. How many fans just sat there tonight? depressed over the fact they could have Patrick Mahomes. Instead, they have Trubisky and Matt Nagy. I think that they were more concerned with, like, double doink. <laughs> I literally saw a girl, like, in the end zone that had a double doink sign. She had, I think they're more concerned about that than quarterbacks at this point. They're just like, maybe if we just write double doink on a sign, like, the curse will reverse itself, and Trubisky can actually prove that he was worth being drafted. We had a double doink tonight. We did. We did have the double doink. It was our kicker, too, that we started in DFS. I know. But Sad. it's like – how did they? How did they know that, that was going to happen? Did she just come to the stadium with the double doink, or did she come with an expo marker? Because I, I wasn't able to figure that one out. Like, it was quick. There's some witchcraft going on. There's definitely some wizardry going on in Chicago. Chicago so. fans. I think so. Jesus. They Christ. need some more of it. We know that. They, they got witch doctors. <laughs> they do. They need a lot. I they think, need a lot more. I think the best witch doctor could probably be Coach Ron Ron Rivera. He could be a good witch doctor for Chicago. Do you think so? You starting the rumors. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. Ron Rivera, Cam Newton, twenty twenty, Chicago. They're gonna run like a presidential election. They're coming. I'm calling one of the two. One of the two? Probably not both. Probably not. Can't have the cake and eat it too. I just think that pair needs to separate. We've seen enough of them. No more. No more. Okay. No No more tears. No moss for Drew. He's out. He's out on those rumors. But yeah, one thing's for certain. Going back to the Dick of Sound clips, would you not agree that whoever comes to Chicago? Has to have a mustache. Um, should definitely embody the persona of, of a one Coach Ditka for for Da Bears and uh, and to really just make the fan base great again by possibly just getting Bill Swarsky super fans back together and having a weekly web series that they just put out where they're just like back in action. I think like, that could switch the mojo around. They need to. Like something's got to happen at this point. Maybe like, if Rabel wasn't hired. Dude, if Mike Rabel was like, still like an assistant, they could have hired him. That is true. If he had the mustache, but I don't know. Tennessee's going to stick with him. Somebody's just got to – I think that like a coach that's like up for grabs just needs to grow one <laughs> and just needs to show like I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be here. I'm dedicated. Maybe go on Twitter and like tag the Bears and say hire me with the, the new mustache. It could have, maybe maybe Chuck Pagano would do it. Maybe Chuck Pagano would go for – yeah, no. Mm-mm. I'm not prepared for more Chuck Pagano. I'm going to take that out. Jeff Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> bring him back yeah bring him back he'd be perfect he'd be perfect he bring played back there to the NFL he played there he was a part of the 80 he was wasn't he part of the 85 Bears I'm pretty sure he was I'm not sure I don't know we'll either. Go with it. 
I, I mean, I want to believe it. I've seen, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the headshot. There's a beautiful headshot back in the gap, but uh, but the beauty of it is, is that uh, Kansas City Chiefs are looking strong still. They're rolling in the playoffs hot. They're trying to make sure that they uh, they lock up home home time. Got to stay home in Arrowhead. It's going to yeah. continue to happen. I'm loving Patrick Mahomes. The defense. We've been talking about the Chiefs defense a lot. Yeah, Honey Badger. Because he don't give a shit. I don't know what it's like for an NFL world with a good Chiefs defense. I feel they I feel like they've been bad for years. It's kind of weird. I really can't remember the last time they've been good, but I feel like there was one point in time where like they were a fantasy asset. Like maybe like back in like the early 2010s, maybe somewhere so. around like 2013, 2014. It's just weird with the Andy Reid team being good at defense. I just think offense, offense, offense. A little sketchy, huh? It's a little sketchy, but I'm here for it. I think the I want to see a Ravens. Chiefs playoff game. That's kind of what I'm. That would be for. sexy, kind of like a repeat. Yep. Of last year. I don't know how the season's going to work out. I have to look closely at that. Uh, the Patriots, Ravens, Chiefs. We'd say are the three AFC teams. Yeah, it's one of those three teams are going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's big facts. Patrick Mahomes though, twenty five fantasy points for this game. Uh, taking a look at that, two hundred fifty one passing yards tonight, two touchdowns. Can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is just the ultimate uh, beauty. Of, of the NFL world. He's a gym. Travis Kelsey following him up with 21 fantasy points. For those of you that had uh, Kelsey or Patrick, great night, great fun. So that was really the, the talk of the town. That was like the only thing that really mattered in fantasy out of this game was just was Chiefs. So if you had Chiefs, that was it. Unfortunately, I had uh, David Montgomery and started him because I didn't have many other options. And, uh, you know, for, for a, a game where it's supposed to be stacked up to the point to where you're going to have a running back that's going to do fucking fantastic, like supposed to do fantastic, what, third, like the they give up like the third most points to like running backs, this defense, and you can only score like six or seven points, it's a problem. This is a coaching problem. So, Chicago, get your shit together. Remember the good times with Ditka. Remember the good times with Bill Sorcey, super fans. And uh, move into 2020 and, and do something. Because you have Khalil Mack on defense. And anytime I see that man get, like, suppressed on a defense, like, I'm upset. That man needs to that man needs to be on a good team. That man needs to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Von Miller, too. The Broncos. They're just, like, wasting those talents. I would love Von Miller to come to Chicago. <laughs> if Von Ooh. Miller came to Chicago with Khalil Mack, it's like, that's a, that's a that's Super Bowl. That's not fair. That's a Super Bowl defense. It's like, and they deserve a ring. That might be better than the '85 Bears defense. That'd be crazy to see. That's yeah, some talented you remember, players. You gotta remember to say yes. You can't nod your head now that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> can't just nod. But yeah, the game the game sucked overall. Good for Chiefs fans. Good for people in Arrowhead. Can't complain there. I don't even think we have to talk about the Bears production. No, no, we don't. We're, we're moving forward. The Bears because they don't have any production. If I if I can't scroll down halfway on DraftKings Live looking at these points and see one bear, then I'm done. Yeah, thanks, so. Anthony Miller, for uh, the one catch, two yards. That was very, very nice of you to do that. Thank you, David Montgomery, for <laughs> doing what you've done all season. It's my fault for drafting you, and I'll own up to that, you know. you um, got to own it. Hey, the results speak for themselves. The results speak for itself. They do. They do. Shout out, shout out to Jeff. Um, so backpedaling to the show uh, last week, well, we had, uh, for all those of you listening, we had Jeff call in. Jeff was uh, our, our featured part of, uh, of, of episode 122. So we actually had another Garage Fam voicemail after the Jeff voicemail. 
So we have another Garage Fam member that was a little upset with uh, with Jeff, and he has his own response to results. Speak for himself. None other than uh, Dirty Dan, aka Peyton Hillis, aka Charlie Whitehurst. So let's take a listen and see what uh, Dan, aka Peyton Hillis, aka Charlie Whitehurst. Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan. It's pretty electric. Dirty D, done dirt cheap, aka Peyton Hillis. So this is Peyton Hillis. Wow, he's back. And Charlie Whitehurst. He's back as one person. This is him. So let's take a minute to see what Dan had to say to Jeff. What's going on, Garage Guys? Dirty Dan, aka Peyton Hillis, aka Charlie Whitehurst. Just got a quick message for caller Jeff. Please call back in and drop your address. I'll be sending you a mirror for Christmas. Ooh. I want you to take a good, long, hard look at yourself in that mirror. Own your shit, man. If you ever think about coming to the Garage Guys again, just don't. Just don't do it, man. Own your shit, man. Wow. Oof. Big oof for Jeff. Dirty Dan is not happy with Jeff. We appreciate that, Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan's got the best interest at heart for results speaking for themselves. He does. I think you listened to the part we said about they're all your decisions at the end of the day. Yeah, that was. Isn't that amazing how that works? Like when when you when you when you can understand that concept. Thank you, Peyton Hillis. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie Whitehurst, aka Peyton Hillis, aka Dirty Dan. We love you. Appreciate you, um, Jeff. If you're listening, you, I think you get, get a response. Yeah, get with him and get him your address so you can get your free mirror for Christmas. That's a good way to put it. I, the creativity from Peyton Hillis there. Yeah, to buy love Christmas. It. They brought in Christmas. He brought in a mirror. He brought in fantasy advice. Yeah, it's like it all adds up. Well, what a, what a time to be alive. Peyton Hillis is calling in and Charlie Whitehurst. It's the same person at the same time. Electric. Just beautiful. Beautiful stuff. We just need Crazy Earl. Yeah, where, where are you, Crazy Earl? It's been, it's been a long time. It's been a drought. It has been. I wonder, he, he's got some crazy stuff going on, obviously. He had some uh, internet issues. Oof. Let's just call it that. Guess living on I'm, the farm. I'm guessing that he had some internet issues. Gotcha. He's got to live on a farm, right? You're right. He's a farm boy. Maybe what's maybe, your what's your excuse? Maybe he's getting ready. He, maybe he's like uh, he's getting ready for the like he's like getting ready for harvest or something. That's true. He's getting ready. If he doesn't have if his internet's down, if his internet's not down, what would you say his excuse is? We're gonna guess. Um, he's probably just been chilling out at Cotton Eye Joe's a lot. Too too busy. He's too busy at Cotton Eye Joe's. Okay. Yeah, he should have been married a long time ago. But where where did he come from? Where did he go? You know, maybe he's maybe he's good friends with Cotton Eye Joe. I feel like Crazy Earl would would know him. I agree. Shout out Crazy Earl. If you do know Cotton Eye Joe, tell him to call on the show. Definitely. But we appreciate we appreciate Dirty Dan. Yes, thank you, Dirty Dan. You the man. So let's go ahead and just dive into the week itself. Uh Saturday, we had a crazy fucking game between Tampa Bay and Houston. Turnovers left and right. It was it was the most anticlimactic game I think I've ever watched. In my life. That second half was a drag. It was like, what, like six points? Yeah, I fell asleep almost. <laughs> you remember that? After was, that burger. Yeah. A, a great burger. Uh, what was, I hate to say, what was the name of the restaurant? Burger Republic. Bur- shout out Burger Republic. Shout out to the Tennessee Burger. Uh, delicious burger. If, if you follow me on Instagram, you've, you saw the picture of it. It even had like, um, it looked like Colonel Sanders was in my burger. Like they had a little, little toothpick thing and it was Colonel Sanders. He was there. So, if you're in Nashville, you got to go to Burger Republic. You got to get the Tennessee Burger. Delicious. Let's go ahead and talk about the food coma, all the places you went to. You got some Prince's Hot Chicken? Yeah. Um, so, Prince's Hot Chicken, uh, 
was great, tasted great, then Diarrhea City. So you got to watch out. So like you have to, I feel like if you eat really spicy food, you got to have the full experience. So like, it's like when you go to Prince's, like you got to look at the food and then like the toilet itself is an experience. So you have to go blow that up too. It was great seeing you walk in that door and um, Chase was, Chase was eating, scooping it up, eating it. And the next thing I know, he goes, I got to go. Just stands up. Got to go. I mean, it took five minutes from the time you, you finished the meal. Didn't take long for the body mm-hmm. to react to the hot chicken. I'm pretty sure I developed IBS within like 10, 10 seconds after eating that meal. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was worth it, though. It was hot chicken. It was, it was delightfully hot. First hot chicken experience, right? It was like, it was like crawfish. It was like when, when you eat a lot of crawfish. like on a, you Feel it on your, in- feel on your mouth. I started sneezing. Nose started running. Like it started getting hot. So I got the medium. So if that got says... I got medium. Oh, you got medium? That was medium. Oh. You got mild. Okay. So now I'll know. Like the, and the woman told me, she was like, most, you don't want most people get mild. She was like, most people get mild here. Medium's hot. And I was like, it's, it's a medium. I'm like, come on, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, this is me. She's like, I'm telling you. I was like, I'm going to chance it. And I did. And she was like, uh, she was right. She worked there. I should have probably listened to her. She probably listened to you. You got mild. You she was one of the chillest people in the world and then she talk real quiet she does like she's like i think i told you like she's like that girl like that you would like bring home and she would just be like you'd be like so what so what you want to do she, i don't know i don't know she's down for anything she just stare at you she's down for anything yeah anything at all yeah it's like it's like you want you want to fuck around and, and play <laughs> xbox naked sure <laughs> she, she hits you with a sure you know what i mean yeah. yeah she's not excited to do anything but she's not going to say no to anything i would love to have her as a guest on the show one day i just agree call her, like everything we said just like yeah <laughs> yeah that she'd be good. i wonder if she was high she had to have been i feel like everybody that worked there there was an old man that worked there i feel like he was high yeah like if you work at prince's like i mean like that's that, that's a place where you got to be like it's chill as fuck like all the time prince's and burger republic in the same day that's asking for something see burger republic was a little more high strung i feel like those guys were like a little more just like they were a little giddy they're ready to go everybody there yeah. is just like man we got to clean up all the doo-doo in the toilets later You're right like, we had we, some fantasy talk with the burger republic people we did we did. We, who did he have? I can't remember. His team was stacked, though. Yeah. You were like, just leave your lineup how it is. Yeah, you just got to leave it be. Yeah. Like, it happens a lot nowadays. You just you just, like keep looking at all, all these people, talk to all these people, and they just have like the most stacked teams. You're like, how did you get here? <laughs> and then we forget that we that we actually play with like people that very are like, very competitive in this, yeah. and they, they do this for a living. And when you when you think about that, you're like, oh, yeah. That's right. You know? I think the majority of leagues, we'd say, are 50% pretty good players and 50% people like auto draft or don't care. So yeah, that's the kind of leagues that I think those guys were in. And that's why we're here. So like when you're listening to us, you know, you're, you're going out there and you're, you're playing these leagues. That's why you have these stacked teams because, and everybody's like, how the hell did you do this? And then like, we're like, cause we listen to garage guys and they told us what, what was up. They told us how the results speak for itself. The results speak for themselves. Amen. Amen to that. The Houston Buccaneers game though, back to that. Uh, absolute shit show. Deshaun Watson owners um, should have every right to be mad. Every fucking right to be upset. And, you know, if you had a Jameis owner, you knew you were going to be okay. Even though even though he had, like, what, three, four interceptions? Yeah, he had some interceptions. I think three interceptions and a fumble, maybe. He had, he had some exceptions. There was a lot of exceptions that were going on. There was, like, exceptions. There was deceptions. There was fumbleceptions. It was just everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. But of course, Jameis is always going to find a way to just come back. Was it quite his normal game? They had that fifteen 
15 fantasy points. He's coming after Brett Favre's interception record. Yeah, you put that in your blog. Yeah, it's in the blog. Yeah, if you didn't get a chance to check out the blog, go check out the blog now. But, um, yeah, four interceptions, 335 passing yards, uh, one touchdown throw. So I, w- I would say that that was, a, uh, that was one of the all-timers for Jameis. Still disappointing. Not as disappointing, though, because like, we're used to that for Jameis. So it's okay. But – we're not used to we're, – we're, are, we, are we getting used to Deshaun doing this? Is this a no. coaching problem? No, just like, not used to it, but you, you have every right to be upset. And what I, about Will yeah. Fuller? I mean, he didn't help his quarterback out any. You made a great point on Saturday about Will Fuller. It's just like it seems like every week like he just doesn't care. He just quit trying. Yeah, he's, like, on, stop being a pussy. he's on the do right. not draft list for me going forward. Yeah. Just, if you count up all the injuries and how much time he misses, it's not like he's a star receiver either. He's not like a top tier receiver, so I'm just gonna. He's he's an explosive receiver he when, when he when he does it, but it's like no, he's not top tier at all. But yeah, he he had like what under under he had definitely under five fantasy points. But yeah, him leaving out in the half is a groin issue or whatever. It's like this is where I'm at with players like Will Fuller at this point. You know, you're when people start talking shit about you, you're gonna come out and have the whole Cam Newton approach probably to it, where you're just like. You know, well, I'm taking care of me. It's like, that's great. Go take care of you. Retire from the NFL and go start a business or get a normal job and take care of you, dog. Like, be healthy. The players that are great in this league, they can play through the pain. They play through the shit because they want to be there at the end of the day. So it's like if you don't want to be there and you want to just chill because you got a groin injury when your team really needed you the most because they're trying to to clinch this playoff division run, it's like that just shows me what kind of person you are, and that that shows me that uh, you're not going to be reliable moving forward, and I'm probably not even going to worry about picking you up. I don't care what point of of the draft I'm in. And we say that now, but, I mean, I I don't know if anything could change it. I don't think so. Not for season long. Maybe still look at him at DFS. DFS. He's going to blow up those two games a year, right, where he's going to have those monster games. If you get it right, you get it right. But overall, like maybe like one or two. Yeah, I'm just not in. I mean, do you really want to have draft stock in a guy that plays seven weeks of the year, eight weeks of the year? Uh-uh. So I'm uh-uh. going to look for other guys next I'm year. Out. I'm out too. I'm out on that. I like the talent, though. I've always been a huge fan of his talent. Just not, it's not worth it anymore. No. I made the crazy call. I don't know how crazy it might be, but Rojo. Shout out to Rojo. He did score. Rojo, Rojo had some fantasy production. He didn't kill us all. So I was I was very pleased with Rojo and what he did, but that Texans defense. If you didn't have that Texans defense in DFS on Saturday, you was pretty much fucked. And you said it best. You said it. I, I thought that maybe we'd be able to overcome it with the with the rest of the games in the afternoon and at night, but didn't happen. So it's all about that Texans defense scoring twenty two fantasy points. So at this point, moving forward, may, maybe things change next season. But you, you would have to think that with Jameis coming up on this record next week that he would most definitely uh, try to limit the interceptions. Or will we just say that it's going to be like normal like it's always been? I don't think he has a conscience to be normal. You're he right. He keep playing the way he's playing. You're right. And for some reason, and this might be the best approach, I'm not knocking it, but Bruce Arians obviously is not changing his style too much. He's letting him play because no. – I mean, dude, they literally came out and said on uh, on TV they were talking about when when I don't know if you were paying attention when we were watching they were just like in the second half it, Coach Arian said hey we've been here before we ain't sweating nothing we just gonna keep doing what we're doing like Wake that's up. him with the Kango hat on he's got the Kango hat he's like hey we know James is gonna have these interceptions guys it is what it is it's just another let's day just, let's just keep playing it's just another day at work it's like if we win if we lose whatever like, let's just play. We're getting paid, baby. I'm surprised there's – by the way, how did they have seven wins? 
kind of kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I know. We're gonna be. Uh, I actually started working on our uh, our our win uh, win predictions, our over unders. Have to do a recap episode later. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be coming out with that in a couple of weeks. But uh, I started on them and uh, just a little little teaser. That was one of the ones that uh, didn't just hot on. Was I under? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were okay. under. I took I took the over on that that's one. That's okay. We got a whole. Hey, shout out to Carson for doing our uh, recap. Shout boys. out Carson. So uh, Carson gets a hundred dollars. So all you people out there that didn't want to take up the offer on a hundo, we Carson came through for the boys because we them boys. Carson's that boy now. He is. And uh, and we've got a hell of content. For you guys in a couple of weeks, we do. We were reading over this shit the other night. It Some was crazy takes, and uh, he he has everything marked through week eleven. He's gonna finish up the rest. It's all an Excel file, so we appreciate you, Carson. Huge shout out, Carson. And uh, yeah, we'll re- we don't want to give away too much right no. now. So let's uh, let's get into this we'll next game. I mean, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up after the uh, after the fantasy football season going to the playoffs, and it's gonna be crazy, Boy City. Excited about it, but yeah, Patriots Bills. This one wasn't as exciting, I would think, but like Josh Allen and Cole Beasley did the damn thing, like we talked about. So that happened, and it was it was a, it was a slot boys game. We said it was going to be a slot boys game. It ended up being a slot boys game. Julian Edelman came through for for the boys. So let's hear it for the boys. Hear it for the slot boys. So got you some good good old points there. But uh, the game itself, I don't know. Like I feel like that was probably one of the most boring games I don't know, man now the bucks bucks houston was pretty boring yeah it wasn't a good day of football really honestly the saturday state wasn't the best i thought the patriots bill second half was really interesting we started seeing those offenses turning around so i thought it was a good second half you were just in that chicken i was dude that you were was eating chicken during that i game. was uh yeah i wasn't i wasn't i was on the toilet yeah i was sitting on the toilet so you were um i was pulling you uh, missed some of the good parts of the game i did but it was what you expect from the patriots bills that's what I would think. I, you feel like it's just going to be kind it's of still a nitty, the division. game. Still the Patriots division. I know. You and your Pats. I was hoping for the win. But, but hey, the most fantasy points did come from the Bills, though. So, you got to give that 20, 20 points to Cole Beasley, 20 points to Josh Allen. So, 2020, boys. 2020. The vision is strong. The vision there is strong in these two. It was good. Good to see that there. And then I want to say that, uh, it, surprisingly, on the Patriots side of the ball, it looks like Tom Brady was uh, – was the big score boy though? Yeah, he had a better uh, game. He's, Seventeen fantasy points here. What's weird is this slate was so strange that I think Tom Brady's production was actually strong. It was this, for the slate. It was a weird slate for him to be the number one Patriot fantasy score. I don't think I've seen that in a while. Edelman had to have close to seventeen. He's so he had to be somewhere around the way. But I mean, I'm looking through it right now, and I'm just like, don't really see him. Oh, Rexy, Rexy Burkhead was right behind with eighteen fantasy points. So we had 14. No, Rexy Burkhead was the leader. Rex Burkhead with 18. And you called that shit, too. Yeah, before the like, slate started. It's going to be some crazy person that's just going to go wild. It's going to be. Sony, yeah, so they don't want to give Sony Michelle the touchdowns, even though he had about 100 yards rushing. He had a decent game. Like I said, just be done. Be done with Patriots running backs forever. Never, never draft them. Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, I don't even want to play him in DFS. I'm scared. I'm scared. Don't blame me. Don't blame you at all. They are turning more back into that power running team, though. If you just count like between Burkhead and Michelle, they they did they did well, and that's what helped Tom Brady out. I'm pretty sure is establishing that run game. So, but who else was on the slate? Cowboys, Cowboys, Rams. No, we didn't have no Cowboys, Rams. Cowboys I played Rams, 49ers. Rams, 49ers. Yeah. Kyle fucking Shanahan. Shout out to Kyle fucking Shanahan for being the coach of the fucking year. And having great fucking pride in the locker room, fucking dude. I think he says fuck more than me. He does. 
If you don't see that tweet, you need to go check it out on Garage Guy Chase's Twitter. That's it. Go see it. Go see Kyle Shanahan's uh, pump-up speech. a victory speech. speech, right? It's a post-game. Yeah. Post-game victory speech. He's like, game fucking balls for fucking every fucking one. <laughs> like, exactly. He, he hits it. <laughs> he, hits, he hits the fuck so hard. It was like more fucks in the beginning of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I think that they tapped out in the first five minutes with 40 fucks. So, yeah, it was, he, he was trying to break the record. He was trying to show Martin Scorsese what was up. Definitely the highlight of the slate, this game. It was. So, awesome scoring. So there's some big big boy scores. Got to love George Kittle always. George Kittle always going to come through for you in the fantasy football championship. Uh, good times, Georgie boy Kittle. Love you, George Kittle. Shout out to the free tacos. Shout out to the world. Shout out to 49ers. 18 fantasy points. Only 6,500 on DraftKings too. For Kittle? Is that decent? Is that decent or high? Is that the high? Tight ends, that's usually about the top type price for tight ends. You don't see him go over 7K. I usually. think tight ends should be like 10K. I think you'd still pay think, for them. Yeah, tight ends like tight ends should be the most expensive players in football because they're the best players in football. They're the only players that matter. George Kittle is one of my favorites. He is too. He's my. He's just a wild boy. Got a little wild. This, he game, said, this game was wild. It really was when you like step back to think about it. But I do want to say George Kittle did say that he was going to try to get a free Doritos Logos Taco for starting himself in the fantasy football playoffs. So he that is confirmed. He said that on Twitter. Found your tweet. He, he he got the tweet. He responded. So George Kittle will be trying to uh, get some free Doritos Locos tacos. Looking forward to those videos, by the way. So George, if you're listening, we're looking forward to uh, to seeing what you got in the line, seeing how convincing you can be to get your tacos. It's a skill. It's an art. Something tells me George Kittle will be a little bit. It'll be a little bit harder for him to pull off the free taco, being a celebrity and all. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't like. What if he went to a Taco Bell where no one knew who he was? Because it seems like Taco Bell employees just have no idea who George Kittle is. They're living in their own world. They are. They're in a taco world. They're just waiting for the dog to come home and say, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. You remember that guy? Uh, not dog. really. Godzilla commercials. Godzilla, okay. Yeah, you got to remember that. For this sure. game was uh, 34-31. And if I remember correctly, Jimmy G had about three third and long conversions. They were just crazy. The Rams had every chance to win this game, and I know you were happy to see the Rams lose. I was. I'm always happy to see the Rams lose. I was more happy to see Emmanuel Sanders actually get something at the end of the game. Though. He bailed you out last minute. He did. Well, I don't really know how much he bailed me out now. <laughs> he gave you some false hope. Yeah, because I had I had a pretty rough day um, in uh, in fantasy, and we'll get into that. But with this game, D- Debo did well. Debo put up 15 fantasy points. So Debo seemed like he was like the, the, the score boy. He was the number one score boy for the wide receivers on the 49ers side of the ball, which honestly is becoming kind of a normal thing. So, uh, so yeah, Debo Samuels, 31 yards, no touchdowns, four receptions, 28 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, that's where the points came, that, that rush. Was, that was the points. So we got points from Debo there. And uh, other than that, uh, that was pretty much like your ballers from uh from the game itself uh, for the 49ers side of the ball the rams do the what well, the rams are like the rams are imploding you think they so are. they're just will you confirm they're just invested to win now and if you don't win now and you have all your money tied up in skill position players it's not a recipe for success they're not going to be able to really build around the defense and build you know, offensive line to help Jared Goff. So I got all their money tied up in a few guys. And it's tough to not make the playoffs when you're in win now mode, I'd say. Yeah, they're they're in for a shit show, dude, um, because they don't really have much of anything 
to do it's draft picks. Uh, they traded them. All. Yeah, they, they, they don't. They don't got nothing. You I got mean, your money in golf, Gurley, Ramsey, all overpaid, that money. Overpaid, overpaid quarterback, big time. Jared Goff, though, he he did have twenty four fantasy points in this game. I mean, he had to. He had to be throwing his ass off. He played well this game. I'll say that much better than last week. There was a lot of rumors about a hand injury, I believe, thumb injury. So he uh, came out there and played well. Jared Goff checking off. Right. Check off. Check off Goff. Are we worried about the 49ers D? It's two weeks in a row. I mean, the Rams, the Rams offense, they, I feel like they're always going to try to put something together. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're definitely not like the Browns. We'll put it that way. They're not like the Browns or like somebody else like that, but they're finding ways to lose games. 49ers D? No, no the, uh, the Rams are finding ways to lose oh, games. Oh, gotcha. The Rams offense are. But I would say that the Rams offense is, can still be decently sneaky when they want to be. I agree. But the 49ers defense. That's what I want your take on. You got to – okay. You can only, like, ride the wave for so long before it, like, fades away. And then you got to paddle back out into the ocean and catch another one. And I think right now the Rams are in paddle mode. The Rams? I mean, the, the 49ers. 49ers defense, yeah. The 49ers gotcha. defense is in paddle mode right now. Bounce back for playoffs um, is what you're thinking. Yeah, so, like, you know, that wave's coming. It's coming back. I think they're going to get their minds right. I think that, that uh, Kyle Shanahan pump-up speech and also, um, you know, I I hate to have to, like, use this, but, you know, it, it sucks that this happened, but uh, C.J. Beathard's brother actually passed away this past weekend. And sometimes, in a, in a weird way, like, losses like that, things like that can really motivate a team. So like that was right here in Nashville too. Yeah, so it was wild. That happened the, this weekend while the same night we were out Friday night. Yeah, while while we were here, that was going down. Like we were we were in the same vicinity, mm-hmm. probably only a few miles away. Yeah, and normally Nashville is a pretty safe area, so it's just bizarre. I'm bringing I'm bringing like the New Orleans energy to Nashville. The it's Bourbon Street good. energy made its way yeah, to, mid, to the Midtown energy. area. Not good. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say anything crazy like yeah. that. But it sucks that it happened. Um, definitely praying for the fam, and but but like yeah, that can motivate a team, dude. I agree. Like, things like that can motivate. So you got that to look at. You got the playoffs to look at. This team hasn't been to the playoffs since what Kaepernick? Kaepernick was with him. Uh, what was and that? Two thousand thirteen. Right, right. It's testing Jimmy G too. Like maybe this is a good thing, making sure like he can put up the big points when they need him. Right. I'm not worried about this defense. They got some people that are unhealthy right now. Those those players are going to be coming back. Sherman's going to be coming back. Everyone's going to be coming back into the picture. So they're in paddle mode. In paddle mode. Don't freak out. Paddle mode, the wave is coming. And then they're going to ride it all the way to the NFC Championship game where they're going to get knocked off by the Saints. i got to say one thing here. So I knew how much you love the Saints. Yes. And everybody that's a Saints fan is rooting for the 49ers to lose this game for seeding. But when I heard you say, I don't care – I just want the Rams to be out of the playoffs no matter what. That's when it hit me how much you hate the Rams. So it, yeah. I learned that face-to-face today or yesterday. Yeah, that, I'm not uh, a Rams fan. Yeah, I mean, when you're, re- when, you're, when you're willing to put your team's best interest aside because you hate somebody so much, that's saying something. And, like, dude, I mean, like, I, I don't like the Falcons either, but, like, <laughs> I really feel like my hate is way stronger the than Rams. for the Rams than it is for the 49ers. Yeah, you were, like, clearly rooting for the 49ers, and I was getting text messages from some of my Saints fans who are like, 49ers need to lose. So, not me. I want them out. I want them to feel pain, suffering. Well, it's anguish. over. They're eliminated. You yeah. got your wish. Uninsured motorist rams. 
And the Seahawks lost too. This NFC race is picking up. So it yeah, that's crazy. So let's let's uh let's transition to Sunday. So our Sunday in Nashville. We started the morning, like Drew said, got got the donut, woke up, there was just a, like a, a handheld donut. It was like a Yeah, it was a gas station donut. It was like if a quilt was a donut. Nothing special, nothing fancy. I just wanted you to get a donut. It was like a cinnamon twist donut. But it was great and it was filling and it was just it was good tasting. Um we're watching watching a little bit of uh NFL game day morning. Setting Rich, my lineups. Rich Eyes and the boys setting the lineups, fucking around DraftKings, doing what we do. You were out cold, by the way. I sleep hard. I was making noises in here. I was emptying the trash. I sleep hard. I told you I told you the story about when I was in college and like I was I was passed out. Like it was so bad. They literally picked me up, threw me on a tile floor, and I stayed asleep. That's impressive. I, lo- I love the sleep. I'm jealous of your deep sleep. I think I've I think now I don't get as much sleep. Because like I've slept so much in my life, and now I'm woke. You owe that sleep back to the sleep gods, right? Exactly. So it's like now I've got to like return it from all those years that I've been woke. Now I need to, now I need to go back to sleep. It's time for you to get some sleep. I do need to get more sleep, and we got plenty of time now. Fantasy football season is, is done, so I can get a little more sleep, be a little more chill. Maybe we won't get so scatterbrained if we get more sleep. Maybe not. That's what makes it beautiful. It does. I I feel like I'm always going to just like like uh, like run off of conversation pathways. We're doing it right now. And then you're going to be like, "Hey, come back." So here I get here I am. I'm pretty bad about it too, though. There's times where you've had to reel me in. It's fun though. It is fun. It is fun. It's fun to do bad things. Like what what was the kid? I don't know. I'm running off again. Here we go. Let's (laughs) talk. Yeah. Here we go. We we uh, went to the George. George yeah. Jones rooftop bar. Yes. So Drew's been a great host, by the way, this weekend. He's uh, he showed me some amazing places in Nashville. Like I said, going back to Friday, we, we kicked off Friday right. We did Broadway. Broadway was uh, was was an amazing experience. Got to do that. Uh, cleaner, nicer Bourbon Street, but not really. So I don't really know how to explain. It. It's just it's its own it's its own animal. Great music though. The music scene's fucking impressive. Love it. Love the energy. It's $100, by the way, if you ever want to hear Devil Went Down in Georgia, pretty much at every place you go to. So if uh, you might want to Didn't pull I the money. did stop you from paying that? Yeah, you did, actually. I was I like, I'm about away. to go throw money. They're like, no, they're going to take care of it. I did pay $20 at one place, though, for them to play Rock My World, Little Country Girl by Brooks and Dunn. So that did happen. Nice. So I did make that happen. It was good times. Isn't it crazy how many places you go in there, though, that it's packed? That blows my mind. Yeah. There's so many places. Constantly. And there's three levels each place. That's what's it's three amazing floors. to me. Yeah. So like it's like a different scene at like every every bar. A little bit different vibe. Every time. The top one's usually like the most active rowdy and the bottom one, the middle one's usually your low key people. Right. So So it's like you got something for everybody at everywhere you, you go. You do. So anyway, great vibe. But Sunday morning shenanigans, what went down. So we went to George Jones, had an amazing brisket sandwich, by the way. And we were debating all morning long about getting these Saints-Titans tickets. But the rain was coming. We saw this radar, huge pocket of rain. And, like, like I don't know, like, God was just like, not today, Satan. Like, you stay down here. It kept the rain away. So the, we started seeing the tickets go down. I was Facebook troll messaging people. Like, they're like, $400. I'm like, how about $10? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like just like doing random crazy shit, and um and for just disrespecting the ticket market, and uh but well so we finally were just like you know what what will be will be we got the Uber we go downtown we go sit there and eat and we start watching the game and we were it, happy there too like, we were it was a good vibe it was a great vibe I was getting me some good food just shout out to whoever made the brisket at George Jones's by the way great great sandwich loved every minute of it but we start watching these games and so we're we're like not far away. 
from Titans from Nissan Stadium. And so when we're watching it on TV, every time a Titans score happens, they shoot fireworks off. It sounds like cannons. So it's like for a minute I was like, are we in Tampa Bay? Like what the fuck, you know? And then I was like, oh no, they just shoot fireworks. So we're watching TV. Like Tannehill's like going down, like getting ready to like snap the ball, and we're hearing fireworks go off. So I'm like, that has to be a touchdown. Like, who could this be? First play of the game of this one, Johnu Smith touchdown. Do you guys know how much that meant to me in my heart? Like, my heart was so full. What about you being the guy? Okay, so yes. like we have a bar. <laughs> we have a bar. We have people all in like Saints gear. I'm in Saints gear. Right. I'm decked out. Yeah, Chase is in Saints gear, and unbelievable. Like. First play, Johnny Smith takes it to the house. Was it the first play? I think we're lying. I think it was like the the second snap. It was the first drive for the Titans. Yeah, and Johnny Smith takes it to the house, and Chase just goes nuts. And everyone's just looking at this guy like, who is the Saints fan? What is is this? This is a master of disguise. Like, he's sitting here. Like wearing Saints gear and he's cheering for Johnu. So I tweeted about it. If you follow Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Twitter account, you saw it. You saw the tweet. Um, I was just like, you know, we're fantasy boys first. So yeah, I was I was giddy. It's I was funny how this giddy. plays back into the story though, because we went shopping for the Johnny Smith jersey. We did so. We're sitting there, so we end up leaving, and halftime. I'm like, I'm like, it's halftime, and we walk out, and I'm like, all right, I gotta get a Johnny Smith jersey now. Like, if we're not gonna spend money on tickets, we gotta get the Johnny jersey. So. We take the walk. We walk across the bridge. We get over to Nissan Stadium. Um, we're getting ready to go back into the third quarter. And um, and we're walking around, and I get trying to go in the shop. And they're like, you can't get in without a ticket. And I'm like, oh, shit. Drew's like, well, I'm going to go see how much tickets are. So I tell the guy to go in there and look for me a Johnny Smith jersey. There's like, there's no Johnny Smith jerseys. I'm like, okay, whatever. So for some ungodly reason, tickets are like $115 at half From the time. ticket office. From the ticket office. Well, we found our boy. Yeah, so then we found this guy. This guy's like, hey, man, y'all want tickets? Super sketchy. Yeah, Drew was sketched out like a motherfucker. I was more uh, to the point where I'm just a little no, more I was trying to negotiate. It. You were. You were. I mean, it worked out, but. He was real low talking and acted like he had like a limp. He was acting like he was trying to sell us like schedule five yes, narcotics. Yes. But they were just tickets. Yeah. And so so he, he ended up securing the bag and he got some tickets. And then we're like going around. He's like, hey, I got these two tickets. And I'll sell them to y'all for half price. And I'm like, mm, nah, fuck that shit. I'm not about to pay that much money for these tickets. And um, we keep walking. And, of course, of course, he, they, they do it to themselves, though. These scalpers do it to themselves. You start walking, they just kind of linger behind you. I'll do 100. Mm-hmm. I'll do 85. I did. And finally. We gets, did it. Yeah. Finally, finally we, we made the sale. We made the transaction. He's like, you know, 80, 80 for two tickets. I'm like, it's $40. They're low end zone. They're, you know, they're low seats. I'm like, let's go. Let's do this. So Drew's like, you sure? You want to do this? I'm like, yes, let's go. So That's guy, a bargain. It is. A hell of a bargain. And so the guy's like, all right, well, he goes to walk around like he wants us to pay for him like on the side of the building. I'm like, no, dog, we're all going to walk in together, and then we'll pay for him. Because so, he had claimed that he could walk in with us. Yeah, exactly. So we're like, no, we'll pay you when we get in. Like That's how this works. I'm not about to give you some money. I don't know what's going to happen. So he hands me a ticket. He hands Drew a ticket. We walk in. We get in the game, and then all of a sudden they're like, you can't get in, dude. They're like, this ticket's already been used or whatever. So we're standing here with a decision to make. We're like, do we be bad and have this karma come and just keep walking? Or do we pay this man? And so, obviously, I'm like, I don't want bad karma. Drew's like, I don't want no bad karma. So the guy's like, man, I, I can't get in. I got this. I'm like, well, here. Here's $100. Go go buy you a ticket, and we'll see you when you get in. And so that that's where we He was worried about getting that money, and his excuse was like that he was hanging out with us and wanted to go get a ticket. 
Yeah. So <laughs> that was like the cover up. That was his backup plan. Right. So we ended up giving him twenty dollars extra, and that was just kind of like a thank you. You know what I mean? Like just like yeah. you hooked us up. These, it was tempting, right, to keep walking. I looked at you at one point, and you were like wanting to do it, and then I feel yeah. like we switched roles. Like I, you, you wanted to walk away and just go for it and then you're like no that car but i was like oh we could walk away so we flipped yeah. roles we flipped we flipped back and forth on it but that but ultimately i'm like i don't want bad karma yeah. and i know drew doesn't want any bad karma we just we, we don't want we're, we're good karma boys fifty dollars fifty dollars for, for lower these level. tickets i mean these are like normally like 250 dollar yeah. tickets they you were know what I mean? they were definitely going for 200 250 before the game so fifty dollars seems like a good deal yeah so anyway long story short we get in we're, we're sitting, like, right there, and this is my first away game for the Saints, and I'm loving every minute of it. I'm in Nissan Stadium. They're playing dubstep, basically, like, every break, and I'm just like, the energy level in Nissan Stadium is great. It's like a mixture of dubstep and country. Yeah, I loved it. I loved every minute of it, actually. It's like all, all we needed was, like, Mason Ramsey to, like, come up in the middle of the field and just start yodeling. Like, and that would have, like, made the day. So, you know, but, but it was a great day, great experience. Going into the game, though, uh, we got. I got to see. I I literally in one week back to back have gotten to see Drew Brees break the touchdown record, and then I got to see most touchdowns in a season record broken by Michael Thomas. Antonio who? Antonio who? Antonio who? Did he get most touchdowns? Really? Um, I want to say it's most touchdowns. No, he had most receptions in a single season. I want to say it is. Not not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure it was most most touchdowns. Our most receptions. Point being, you got to see back. He broke record. a record. He broke a record. Yeah, because he was like what eleven away. Yeah, it's Marvin Harrison's record for catches. Okay, so that's all it was. I'm not sure about touchdowns, so we're just gonna <laughs> leave that one. Off. I want to say I want to say I saw it, but I could be wrong. I heard somebody say something. But it's uh, but it's it's a hard thing to do when you have so much excitement levels going through your brain, and then like the rest of the day, you're just like trying to think of like, okay, well, we're about to leave this game now, and it's like there's still so much for Nashville for me to see. So like, you know, when, when things like this happen, like you know, your football brain kind of like is in like a wobble motion. So like you're just kind of like, I got this new city I'm in. Drew's wanting to be a good host, explore the city, show me things. So. This game in general, though, uh, Titans fans confirmed are confused and love Taysom Hill at the same time. There were so many Titans fans around me that were just like, how does this even work? Like, how, who is this man? Like, he can do everything. Like, what is happening here? I'm like, it's Taysom Hill, baby. Like, I don't know how to explain it. He's the seventh wonder of the world. Like, it's like he's been re- replaced. You know, he's the seventh wonder of the world. He's replaced all the other wonders. Our surroundings really showed who each of us are. You were like loving, embracing, talking to these people, and they were driving me crazy with some of their like lack of knowledge with Taysom Hill and stuff. Yeah, so it just kind of showed how mean you are. Well, see, I like, I love, I just you love, love egging it I on. love the, I love egging on, but I love like just the casual fan. Like, you. I love the casual fan. I love just like interacting with casual fans because I feel like because like at the end of the day, I'm a casual fan. I love them too, but I hate when they get bold. When they get bold with their like the guy below us. One of the guys below us was getting crazy talking about how referees should be calling the game. I'm like, bro. Yeah, and that's why I was telling him, I'm like, dude, like I've had this problem for like two years, dog. Like, you, this is one game. Like, like you're you're gonna be okay. Like, you're gonna survive. Like, did your team go to the NFC Championship and get snubbed Super yeah. Bowl appearance? Like, come on, man, it's not that bad, right? You know, so they were friendly people there. I'm they making were. them sound worse than they are. I the, just, the one guy that was in front of us, he was from like Indianapolis, and he was like telling me about how he the like, older, gen- yeah, older, older guy. guy. He just kept yeah. talking to me, man. He kept coming back. He was back. a good guy. He was. He was cool. The other one was just like kind of drunk, and he was just like. Get out of here. He was a little spacey. A little bit. But, yeah, Titans fans are cool. Um, 
And uh, and I'll tell you about another Titans fan going into it. But anyway, but the game itself, yeah, I got to see the record broken. It was amazing. It was a comeback victory because the Saints did not look so hot in the beginning First of the half game. Was looking bad. But I needed Tannehill, and like I said, like I, we ended up so. Me and Drew both ended up starting Tannehill in our championship game. And we were, we said we were going to start Fitzpatrick, but we started Tannehill anyway because of the weather issues. We thought it was going to be bad weather. Yeah, 20-mile-per-hour winds, but we forgot Fitzmagic is not affected by wind. Right, he's not affected by anything because he's a wizard at the end of the day. Yes. And um, and we should have we trusted the instincts on that. But, I mean, we would have only – it would have been an extra 10 points for us. Yeah, most weeks you're happy with Tannehill getting 28, 29, right? Right, yeah, like yeah, you're just excited. Not when you see that thirty-eight from Fitzmagic. Yeah, when you see that, you're just a little like, oof, like what what happened here? So was it thirty? I thought it was like thirty-two. It depends what league. league. Depends what. Yeah, league. bonus points probably. Yeah, it depends what league you're in, but yeah, overall, Fitzpatrick points. outplayed Tannehill by eight to ten points. Yeah, it happened. So, so that went down. That happened after the podcast. You know, we said or during the podcast, we said how much we were going to play Fitz. You know, Fitzmagic, but it was a tough call. Um, but it's a prime example of we don't know what the the weather's going to be. Yeah, so. you can't you can't really know how the weather's going to unfold. That's right. You know what I mean. So you never really know. But like I said, we went to this game. We got sprinkled on a little bit. But other than that, it wasn't bad. And wasn't, Deion Lewis thing is what really made us play Tannehill. Yeah, Deion Lewis sucks. By the way, um, mm-hmm. he can't. I think they had the the backup guy from the practice squad that you couldn't even get on a showdown slate. He was not. Yeah. Yeah. He just came <laughs> out and he was doing stuff. But the the story of this though, Tajay Sharp with two touchdowns, incredible. I had some Tajay Sharp. Nobody was playing Tajay Sharp in the championship, by the way. But um, but yeah, AJ Brown had the one touchdown. DFS play. Yeah, Tajay Sharp. Didn't Tajay play? Sharp. I did play him in DFS. Nice. So it was that was a sexy. That was probably one of the sexiest ones I had of the day. But uh, Tannehill, he spread the ball around a little bit. He did something. and He actually, you know, he got over the twenty hump. That's the main. Yeah, thing. he had Get a great the game. Twenty hump. You're gonna be fine. But uh, the Saints just, you know, they 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 came out uh, the second half and they just they did the damn thing. Breeze was looking rough first half, but really came out second half and. He was, you know, and with Drew, with Drew Brees, I mean, it's just you come to a point to where you just believe that, like, they're always going to find a way to make it happen, and they did. And I'm glad they pulled through and got the victory while I was here in Nashville. But uh, Drew Brees got over the 20 hump as well with 22 fantasy points. They had a the little, little bit of Taysom Hill. That wasn't really nothing. But the big woe of the day was Alvin Kamara. He came out 29 fantasy points. We haven't really seen much of that from Kamara this season. So it was good to see Kamara kind of get back to some old ways, and uh, mad respect for Alvin, by the way, coming out and saying it's you know it's not about me, it's about the team, and I don't really care as long as we win. I love being on this team, so always good to see that. But Alvin Kamara had a hell of a day. Michael Thomas had a hell of a day, and Jared Cook, Jared Cook, another tight end, beautiful tight end, twenty three fantasy points from Jared. So two touchdowns, two, two yeah, touchdowns, yeah, two touchdowns for Jared. One for Mike Thomas. It. it was a good. Good day for the Saints. It was the big. Bo- it was the big boys' day. The big boys did the thing. Latavius Murray did not do the thing. Right. It was just. It was a big boys' day. Big boys. So we ended up leaving there, but of course there were some games that did go down while we were at this, this area. But uh, just kind of following up on the Fitzpatrick thing with the uh, the Bengals and the Dolphins game was pretty predictable, as where I would think that like it wouldn't, but like. I feel like Fitzpatrick is a new guy now. He's a new man. He's like, I'm tired of being this this guy that just implodes after a few games. I want to just be magic all the time. That's what he's doing. It's so funny how we talked about this game being a shootout, and it was 35-38. Yeah. And we got talked off of it because of some wins. Because of some wind. But this was some big Andy DFS Dalton. guys. Andy Dalton went off. Everybody 37 went off. fantasy points. Everybody went off. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. 
if you played the Bengals, you played the Dolphins, congrats. Devontae Parker, Tyler Boyd, um, Joe Mixon was the big no on the day. Yeah, it was supposed to be that's the, the one the that was supposed play. to be the one to go. But, yeah, if you played a showdown with this game, like, you killed it. Like, Devontae Parker and Albert Wilson, they were the two hot boys. Devontae Parker with 25 fantasy points. Mike Jacecki, 26 fantasy points for Jacecki. Big day for, for, for little, little tight ends. Yeah. This was – I mean, if you played the whole slate and you targeted this game, if you stacked it up with two Killed. or three players, you crushed the game. So, congrats to you for ignoring the wind. You slayed worlds. Um, another crazy uh, upset, another – the duck-duck-oof game. Pittsburgh and the Jets. The Jets win, 16-10. Big cray-cray. Yeah, we saw uh, Mr. Mason Rudolph replace – I wasn't happy about it. Yeah, that's really the only story from this game. It was not one to talk Deontay about. Deontay Johnson, though. Deontay Johnson something to talk about. And I know he's, he's been – he, he's my favorite wide receiver in uh, in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, definitely. He was the fantasy-relevant player for the for the Steelers. Eight catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Got to love it. Jets, Jets. Jets defense. Jets defense played well. Le'Veon Bell, they tried to feed him. They gave him 25 touches, but he only had they 72 did. yards. They did. He had he had around thirteen fantasy points on DK. So I mean, you got to say this like, you know, it's not a not a great day. No, by any means. That's less but than three yards of carry. People thought he was going to get shut down. I thought he was going to get shut down. I, I had no choice though. I was like, I got to play this guy. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to play Boston Scott over Le'Veon Bell. I'm sorry. You know, I thought about it. And I was Steelers like, did the thing though on a man. I mean, if you're holding to two point nine yards per carry, I think they just gave him more touches because he's Le'Veon Bell, and it was a revenge game. Yeah. Why didn't we get those Le'Veon touches in easy matchups? Right. You know, you'd be a happy fantasy owner if you got 25 touches against. Watch Le'Veon Bell, like, go to space next week when it doesn't matter. It's like it's over now. I'm just going to go to space. Um, Giants and uh, Redskins was another one that was wild. Shootout. 41 to 35. So it's like it's like the, the sucky boys went, went ham. The no defense games. Yeah, the no defense games actually uh, were OT. amazing. Daniel Jones back, back on his bullshit, 38 fantasy points. And then Saquon with 40 fucking six fantasy points. Amazing. Everybody. Everybody was producing. Golden Tate's getting catches. You know who didn't produce? Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton didn't produce zero fucking points. I actually had him in DFS, um, and I, I feel so sorry for those of you that had him in your championship uh, games in your season-long leagues. Um, I do know some people that played him, that had him, but um, Daniel Jones is is not a uh, not a Slayton boy. He's uh, he was a Latimer guy this week, and Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, like the usual Spreading suspects. There, hey, big tight end shout out too. He had two touchdowns. Um, Mr. Smith, the Giants' third string, third string tight yeah, end, Caden Smith. How about that? Huh? Yeah, crazy. who is this guy? Who are these people? Yeah, uh, Stephen Sims Jr. Though that, that's the talk of the town. Everyone thought that McLaurin. I mean, McLaurin had a fifteen point game, but Sims Jr. The juniors. He's like he's like a baby version of Marvin Jones coming out. He's a junior. Um, Dwayne Haskins going out, kind of a big story. That's it, yeah, that's a big thing. So you got to kind of monitor that, especially if you're in a dynasty. Well, I don't really know. It's the end of the season. It's the end of the season. We're just recapping. That's the big story from this game. Is Cowboys? Case Keenum came in. Nothing like nothing screams Washington Redskins QBs like Case Keenum. Mm-mm. These points though were just, in, were just insanity though for for these games. Wild boy points. I don't even want to talk about Carolina and Indianapolis much, honestly. Nope, Christian McCaffrey, 15 targets, 15 catches. Let's move on. He's the story. Uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, uh, they, they did not 
Lamar made sure that they didn't uh, they didn't get beat by the Browns again. And um, and now uh, the big story of this one is Odell did get a touchdown, and he was also yelling at Freddie Kitchens. So and they were also chanting "Fire Freddie" um, at the game at the home game. So it's safe to say that Freddie Kitchens is gone. I don't know if they're going to give him another year now. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give him. I don't year think they point. should. I don't think they should give him another year. But we know John Dorsey's stubborn. So if that's his guy, I doubt it. I think that he's going to go more with the fan base. At this point, you just got to please the fan base. It's like it's like you've had how many years of being shit. It's like why not just like do whatever the fan base wants. I agree. I think he's he deserves to lose the job. Just it's it's one thing to not produce on the field, right? But when you can't control the locker room and the storylines of all the media attention they've gotten, they're a media team. Yeah, at this it's point. just they're a media fan team. That's it. It's like just do whatever your fan base wants you to do, and just listen to them and let and work for them. And then maybe your fan base will lead you in a good direction. Ron Rivera. I, I mean, I don't I don't dislike it. I feel like they. I'd need rather a, see him in Chicago. They need an alpha coach. Somebody's gonna come in and, and take this thing by they the horns. They need somebody that's gonna. They they need they need a uh, they need Nick Saban. Bring in Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick Saban needs to go back home. You gonna start the rumors? Yeah, he needs to come back home. Nick, if you're out there, you know you had a it was a tough year. Let Dabo take over the college world and uh, come back in the NFL and give it one more shot. That'd be wild. We need you, Nick Saban. Come come to the Browns. You're think, the only person that can save them. I don't think Saban wants to go to Cleveland. Saban could save the Browns. Oh, he could save him. I just don't think he wants to leave Alabama. Nick Satan. All that they call him in Louisiana. Me and you would love to see some, some Bill Belichick, I Nick want Saban, it. NFL action. I need it. Need I it in your veins. In Inject veins. it. Inject it. That's another thing we did this weekend. We got to watch Belichick and Saban, the art of coaching. Drew got to watch it the first time. It's great. We've done a lot in a, in a small amount of time. We have, and we still got more to do. When we, we get done this podcast, we're going to be doing more. It's going to be great. Lamar episode. Jackson, shout out there. Shout out, yeah, 33. I don't even know if you give him a shout out at this point. This is just the normal. Yeah, this is the normal. It's the norm thing now. Jackson Atlanta was – the one thing that was crazy about this one, though, uh, was the moment we sat down at George Jones, you're like – it was like the games had just started two minutes, and you're like, hey, Devonta Freeman has two touchdowns. (laughs) Unbelievable. It's like, how did that happen that fast? I literally thought my uh, phone was glitching. That's how fast it was. You know how that happens sometimes? Like your DraftKings is like somehow messed up. You're you're in first place like for like a solid like ten minutes, and then you're just like, what happened? Yeah, well, I just couldn't believe it. I, I'm about to look it up right now. Got, Thirty-three fantasy points for Devonta Freeman. Today. So he had two touchdowns by the nine twenty-eight mark in the first quarter. God. So that's six minutes. God. I like looked at I looked over like nudge you, and I was like, hey, look at this, and it was Devonta Freeman's points. So. Um, Steve. Crazy though, twenty four twelve, and that was fourteen of the points right up front. So it sounds like it was kind of a dull game. We didn't watch all of this one, right? Uh, Steve Mariucci was absolutely wrong about Gardner Minshew. What did he say? Three hundred seventy yards. Yeah, yeah. He called a that was a bold take. He put on his like cardboard as a construction paper mustache. Right. Yeah, he tried. It was a, it was a good boldness though. No no real shout out though for the Jags right other than Chris Conley's touchdown. Yeah, I can move on from this. Uh, yeah. hey, Julio Jones. Went went ham. Ten yeah. catches, 166 yards. Who? Julio, your favorite player. Who? Julio? Hooper. Austin Hooper, the return of Hooper. Who? He did okay. So who? Austin Hooper. Hoop. Hoop, Hoop there it, it is. Hoop there it is. Hoop there it is is back in action. But you're, you're, uh, you're big boys back for, for the, the Falcons, playoffs. right? Just like yeah. you said for, the, other ten, for uh, the Saints. The big boys for the Falcons did it. The, the big boys did it. Big boy, NFC South Day. 
the only big boy in Carolina is Christian McCaffrey. That's right. And um, but yeah, good good Sunday there. Afternoon games rolling into them. Uh, we watched most of the Dallas Philadelphia game, eating pizza. But the other two that were around there, the Detroit uh, Denver game that went down. Um, no thanks. Yeah, boo. Well, Oof. we got to give a shout out to Philip Lindsay. You got to give a shout out to Deshaun Hamilton. Touchdown. 18 fantasy points. Deshaun. That is the most Deshaun's done all year. Bayshawn, as they called him last season. Jake Seeley called him Bayshawn Hamilton. So, uh, Philip Lindsay, 22 fantasy points. Royce Freeman is back in the doghouse. Um, Lions, it was a cold day. Literally, there are snowflakes everywhere on this team. Cold day for the Lions. Cold year for the Lions. Um, for the Raiders, though, beating the Chargers, I will say this. Um, shout out Hunter Henry. Doing Henry things. Derek Carr, too, running a touchdown in. 21 fantasy points for Derek Carr. I think that was kind of a high of the season for him. But ultimately, poo-poo. Yeah, Derek Carr. He was very efficient, 26 of 30. So shout out to him. They're actually in the playoff picture now. I was telling you about that. That's gross. I don't want to see the Raiders in the playoffs, but somehow the way the the Houston-Tennessee game could work out. It's not – I showed you the scenario. It's not impossible. It's like four matchups have to go a certain way that it's not impossible. Yeah, it's not going to be too – But we don't want the Raiders. No, we don't want them in there. I'm going to have my cocky boy moment. Uh, if for, for those of you that play Melvin Gordon that listen to the show, you're welcome. Um, that was one of my, my plays that a lot of people were you just like, Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler, bro. I'm like, bro, nah, bro. Nah, oh, Melvin Gordon. Bro, nine carries, 15 yards. Hey, bro. Melvin Gordon, 20, bro. 22 fantasy okay. points. Okay, okay. Because because I'm because I'm because I'm a wizard and I know things. All right, I just maybe, hate maybe Melvin not. Gordon. Sorry, man. I know you hate him. I'm more of a, I'm more of an Eckler boy. If if I had him, if I had him on my team, I gotta love him. I gotta show love. Just like I tried to show love to Cam Newton. This hey, year. at the end of the day, he got the points. He got the fantasy right. points. But he got you. You got lucky. Points. <laughs> he got you points. So let's hey, hey hey hey, you cannot. You can't say something without. Hunter Renfro, bro. That's your boy. I mean, I did. I said he threw it to Hunter Renfro. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I had to move on from Hunter Renfro. I okay. can't think about him. I, I literally forgot that he was actually a football player for a little while. Okay. Because I had to let it go. Because like it was just it was hurting me. So when I let it go, he starts if, going. If you let go things that you love, they're gonna come back in a big way. But I just can't have it. You know what I mean? So maybe like next season, like Hunter Renfro will call me or something. He'll be like, "Hey, I really want you to draft me." This year, I promise get back I won't let line. you down. Yeah, and I'll be back in love. But then, but if he starts underperforming, I'll have to call him and say, "Look, man, like we just, this relationship's not going to work. You're, we're just better off seeing other people." You know what I mean? So, I think you need a clean breakup. We because you played him for like six straight weeks, right? We need, we need to just be friends. There you go. We need to be friends. You know, I might play him occasionally in some DFS here and there. Keep it, keep it casual. Yeah, keep maybe PG thirteen. Just be friends. I don't think I need to like maybe like, a couple of hand jibbers, but that's it. Yeah, every now and then. Gotcha. You know? Just maybe maybe just maybe just get like a picture, like the Wolverine meme, and just think about him. There like you maybe go. Maybe like put my hand under a pillow, make it numb. There you go. That's how we're gonna do it. All right, masturbating Hunter Henry. That's what we've resorted to. Okay, <laughs> Hunter Henry. You said Hunter Henry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. See, see, I've already moved on. <laughs> You've moved on. I've already moved on to the other Henry. I'm, yeah. I'm a, the Henry. We'll call him the Henry. There you go. Okay. And DeAndre Washington. Quick shout out. We can move on. He had a. He was the DFS value play. He made it. I made him number one on the on the value rankings. So Mama, gotta give I him a it. shout out. Okay, well, I appreciate it, and and I just hope the Raiders shout out. At least I'm not. At least I'm not shouting out nine carries, fifteen yards. My guy, twenty three carries, eighty five yards. Well, you were a, um, what would we call it? You were a um, a confident cocky boy, and I was, I was, I was a, uh, I was just a obnoxious cocky boy. I'd say that's our usual. It's usually how it is, but that's what makes it great. Confident and 
cocky and obnoxious. There we go. Garage guys. <laughs> Garage guys. So this Cowboys-Eagles game, we were watching this one while we were also eating a deep dish pizza at, uh, is it 321? 312. 312. You See, got I it. I had the numbers Sh- there. Chicago. Chicago. It was a Chicago sports bar. I was kind of pissed I didn't have my cool Mac jersey. I wish I would have like wore it just I to be there. I didn't prepare you that. I didn't know we were going there. Yeah, I didn't I know. I didn't know we were going there. But shout out to Germantown. Shout out to Neighbors, by the way. Got to give a huge shout out to Neighbors Bar. That is definitely my favorite bar in the city. It was a chill bar. I walked in and like they have like just all like the stuff that I like. Memorabilia. All over the walls. Yeah, they have like artists. I've sports. never been in a bar where they had an Andy Kaufman shrine and a Tony Clifton shrine. And for those of you that have seen Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey, you know that like Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors. And you, that movie is fucking amazing. And they, Andy Kaufman is like one of my favorite comedians of all time. I love that shit. So getting to see the Tony Clifton shrine, I was just like over the moon. And uh, they had like major league posters. Oh no! If you're in Nashville and you have listened to this show for a while, you kind of know how I am, my personality. If you like the shit that I like, we're relatable in that aspect. You will love neighbors. Go to neighbors, check it out. But uh, shout out to three one two as well. We go in there. The pizza's delicious. I'm actually probably gonna have a slice of it before I go to bed, just because I liked it that much. It's a tight place. The you- Capone. There you go. It's a tight place that you have to bring leftovers. Yeah. If you eat that whole thing, you deserve an award. That's a fat boy pizza. It is. And it's, it's only a, six pieces, but it's massive. So it's I, I was boy. I was actually like making fun of Drew for eating pizza with a fork, and then I found myself using the fork. That's how big <laughs> that's how big this was. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was legit because I was like, that's like a cardinal sin. Like you don't eat pizza with a fork, and then I find myself eating with a fork, and I'm like, I'm like, God forgive me, I'm I'm having a sin on this one. So that was great, by the way. It was. You're like making fun of me one minute. I'm looking over there, and, and you're like, I'm like the fork out. Fork yeah. And I'm like, shit. It's I've like been, I told you, man. I've been played. Like I have to use this fork now. But uh, we were. There was a moment where I was outside, and there was this this Titans fan, and he rolled up on a on a scooter, like they they have like bird scooters all around Nashville, and he rolled up and he just stared at me. And he kept staring at me. I didn't say anything to him at first. I looked down at my phone. I was looking at fantasy lineups. I look up, and the dude's still staring at me. And I just, like, the first thing instinctively that came out of my mouth, I'm just like, you mad? <laughs> like, don't even know this guy. I'm like, you mad? And he just shakes his head. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm upset. I miss this. Good. And then, so this dude proceeds to like, tell me like, he's just going to throw a scooter at me. And I'm like, I'd hate to break that scooter, dude. And like, and then he like gets down, like he's like getting in position to like come off the line of scrimmage. And three point just, stance. Yeah. Three point stance rolls up at me and, uh, and like, like lightly tries to tackle me. And I just put my arms around him. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, the Titans will be good one day. And the you always got next now. week. Yeah, you always got next week. You got to win. The playoffs, guys. So he had, he had a little fun today. He was a little intoxicated. It was good. And uh, they rolled in and enjoyed some pizza. But this Dallas Eagles game Gross. happened happened probably like the best way that it could have happened. It's just like I expected the Cowboys to win this game. But also in the back of my mind, they could easily shit the bed. And they did. That's what happened. And so now the Eagles are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, we were really disappointed. I know I was. I wanted to see the Cowboys win this just because they're the better team, and I wanted to see the Cowboys in the playoffs. Obviously, they're not the better team. They lost. Yeah, the Eagles deserve it. Yeah, we we got to give the Eagles credit. Got to give them credit. But they how about win a Super Bowl a couple years ago? This is true. This is true. Can we talk about the drops There's for the Cowboys? I think Dak had a poor total game. of like seven or eight drops. Yeah, probably seven, eight drops. Dak played a poor game, but I'd say. His receivers were not there to help him out either. So they, they share the blame on this one. I'm glad that Amari Cooper did not do a lot 
Uh, I was I was playing against him, so I mean I don't really know how much it's going to matter at this Ooh. point. I need Aaron Jones to go fucking incredible ham Man. tomorrow. Twelve targets, four catches for Amari Cooper. You need you needed that. Mm-hmm. I needed it big time, so I'm glad it happened. But uh, let's be real here: Does Dak get paid, and does that change his momentum going into 2020? So Dak will get paid, and the Cowboys are about to be in the exact same situation that the Rams are in. They're going to have a ton of money in an aging running back. They're going to have a ton of money in a – we don't know how good of a quarterback he really is. I mean, I say aging running back because Tony Pollard's there too, so you might start seeing a little more of him. I know, but the, the, he fumbled. He I'm did comparing fumble. I'm comparing Zeke to Gurley though. Just saying that they're two guys that you're putting a lot of your financials into. Like, but you gotta you gotta look at this as a from a business side. And if you have Dak making record breaking money and Zeke making record breaking money, how are they gonna have a good offensive line? You're right though. So that's my that's my rant on that. Got to keep the O line strong. But I think they pay him, right? I mean, Zach's I mean, Dak's done enough, and he can probably go shake the hand of the offensive coordinator for making him look good this year. Yeah, um, that is true. I just think Dak at the end of the day is a tier two quarterback. It's not tier one. He's not tier three. He's right there in that second tier of QBs. I agree. Like he's like yeah, he's not like uh, Drew Brees or Lamar Jackson or, right. or Patrick Mahomes, but he's. He's a he's a B list. The B list. He's a, he's a B list boy. I wouldn't really call him a beta boy. But he'll get paid like a top A boy. Yeah, like him and Jared Goff. I feel like are kind of in the same. Exactly. So I'm saying they're the Rams. Man. If they don't watch out, they're going to be overextended with contracts on players that aren't tier one, tier or grade A. For so. for Ezekiel Elliott to have that game, 15 fantasy points, just just for these wide receivers to have that game, because like you look at it, like. Dallas Godert was the highest, really the highest score aside with uh, right, right by Miles Sanders with 26 fantasy points. So 24 for Dallas Godert. Zach Ertz had that little rib injury, but still he just didn't. They're, they're playing Dallas Godert a lot more. Um, you got to fix that name, man. You're killing me. Goddard. Dallas Godert. Goddard. Joe Dirt. Not Joe. You can do Joe Dirt. All right. Dallas Joe Dirt. There you go. Soft G. Uh, Dallas Joe Dirt and uh, Jert. <laughs> Dallas Jert and uh, Carl- <laughs> Carlos Wentz. <laughs> I'm just gonna fuck up all their names. Do all now. the names wrong? <laughs> yeah, Carlos Wentz, Dallas Jert, and uh, and um, Manuel Sanders. They it's great, great day for those guys. But no, Miles Sanders, 26 fantasy points. Um, I was playing against him as well, and he went the fuck off. I didn't see that coming at all. I, I literally was looking at Miles Sanders all day, and I was like, there's no way this dude's going to get over 20 fantasy points. Say, I'm not tripping. And he did it. we got to give him props. Yeah, Miles Thanks. Sanders is coming along well. And Saquon said it. He said, he said th- this guy is going to be good. If they can get everything rocking and rolling if they need in Philadelphia, like they're, they're not going to have the running back woes anymore. And right. I believe it now. I totally believe it. You're right. Shout out Carson Wentz, too. As much as we've, we've been kind of critical on this podcast about him. But. Yeah, and look, th- this is all i got to say, okay? So – there was there was a guy that has been messaging me on Twitter, and you know I told him a couple weeks ago or a couple of days ago he was saying I'm having trouble should I start Trubisky or Carson Wentz, and I'm like Carson Wentz is a playoff game he's gonna be playing a little bit harder they want to get in the playoffs and that's how I made my judgment and base it off up. He hits me up this morning, dude I just have this strong gut feeling to play Trubisky. I'm like well dude look I'd be a hypocrite if I told you to go against that like you've got to trust your gut like if that's what your gut's saying then go with it. I wasn't going to veer off that. And, uh, and I'm never going to tell somebody to like not trust their gut because that's your gut. So Because one, one or two things are going to happen. You're either going to learn that your gut sucks and you're not going to trust it for a little while 
or and sometimes people need that or you're going to trust it and you're going to be right and you're going to be fine you're going to keep rolling that gut instinct so unfortunately one of our garage fam listeners today that have been hitting me up on twitter they learned that their gut sucked and that you can't do that and so just i hate it for you dog if you did start trubisky and praying for you carson was the way to go at the end of the day there's always next season and always here to give fantasy advice but I'm always. But if you tell me your gut's telling you something, I'm gonna tell you. Then fuck whatever I say. You go with what you feel, and that's just how we roll. So, um, but yeah, the results speak for itself. The results speak for themselves. But All right, yeah, so, I gotta I gotta say my Wentz take. Let, let I should give him his credit because a bunch of no name receivers. The highest pressure game of his career to date as an NFL player. Thirty one for forty passing to a bunch of no name receivers. That all stems has to stem from the fact he wants to be able to say, "I brought my team That's to right. the playoffs." Yep, that's the narrative. So here. I got to give him credit, even though I wanted the Cowboys to win. That's just my. I had to say that, give him props because we've been pretty critical of Wentz. I'd say both me and you have just thinking that he's not that, not that good. Um, it's time to listen to the Wentz of change. Can this team win a playoff game? I think they can. I want to see who they're playing. Depends on who they're playing. I'm just over it, man. I'm over the point of thinking they can't because this is the same type team that falls. They're playing on their downfall, like Meek Mill said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is Philly, baby. Like this, These are people that eat shit off the streets because their team won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like This is Philly. Philly's dirty, dude. It might be the time of the reign of Philly. It's, it's, it's dirty, dirty, boy, dirty boy decade coming up, maybe. I don't know. I don't think they – they might win like a, the wild card, but I don't think they get past the divisional. They locked it in there. They clinched today, right? Yeah, they're in. That's what I thought. They're in, dude. They're in. Even if the what. Cowboys win next week and the Eagles lose, that wouldn't change it. No. So that was that was kind of the big game of this this afternoon. The, the one that mattered most. The, the other one though, uh, Arizona and Seattle. Larry Fitz got his TD, but the big story of this one. Um, Tyler Lockett only got two fantasy points. That fucked a lot of people. And Kenyon Drake is real. He is. 36 fantasy points for Kenyon Drake. David David Johnson's an afterthought? Yeah, he's gone. He's done. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Finito. I Boom. I don't think anybody's been expecting this from Drake. It's just wild. I, I haven't. It's just wild. I know I'm not playing I would a lot. not have ever expected Kenyon Drake to be this good. Nope. He is this good. Is this is this the system or is this the player? Both. I really feel like this has to be the player. I feel like that he just was not – they, they were not using his talents correctly in Miami. And now Cliff Kingsbury is like, I see you, Kenyon, and I know what you can be. Like he's like Mufasa and Kenyon Simba, and they're on the top of the mountain. And he's like, I know I drafted Kyler. I know I had love for Kyler, but you're really the one that I love. And so I want you to be the shining star of this team. So now Kenyon Drake's going to become – uh, David Johnson, and they're going to roll off into the sunset next year. I like to take. I feel it. I feel it. It's gonna well be said. A, it's going to be a way better year for, for the Cardinals next year. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, Kyler went down. Yeah, Kyler did go down. So that's big news. Something to watch out. If you have, for some ungodly reason, you're playing week 17 fantasy football um, for championship-wise, yeah, definitely Just, just note news. that. Take that for a note. Uh, but the I got Seahawks, a pedal though. So if the Eagles lose next week and the Cowboys win, it's not it's not over. It's not over. That's right. So there's still a race. But the, but the Eagles have the Giants. Oh. So. And but the Cowboys have the Redskins. So 
So. The Eagles just have to win next week, take care of business. But it would be the most Carson Wentz thing. So what if both teams win? Doesn't matter. Both teams win, the Eagles win. The Eagles clinch. Yeah. As long as the Eagles win. As long as the Eagles win. If the Eagles lose. I think they can do it. Then they're in jeopardy. What if they bring out Eli next week (laughs) just just to do it? If Daniel Jones plays like this, then Eagles better watch out. They're praying on their downfall. I had to just clarify this for us. I appreciate that because so I, I can, would have known. Now we can do the Seahawks. Go ahead. But, yeah, um, the Seahawks sucked real bad. Tyler Lockett had two fucking fantasy points. I almost vomited. You have to be pumped, though. Okay, outside of the fantasy, pumped for the Saint, as a Saints fan. I am excited for that. Like, yeah, now that fantasy is pretty much over for me, like, I, I'll find out tomorrow 100%. Like, if, if like Mike, unless Mike Boone just has some crazy-ass game, then I think I can win. If Mike Boone just, like, shits the bed, then I'm going to be all right and I can win. But if, if not and he goes wild, then I'm done. But, um, but yeah, I am, I am hyped now because I'm, I'm already starting to make my move into fan NFL Saints fan chase, and I'm getting away from it's a fun switch. NFL fantasy football chase. This is the time of year. Yeah. So, like, I dude, you see me in the playoff times. Like, I'm, like, I'm all in. Like, I'm, like, fuck you, pay me, New Orleans or die. You know what I mean? Like, That's ride right. or die, Nola time. But, uh, yeah, the Seahawks just they, – they did everything they could do wrong today. Um, and I don't think there's anything worth noting or anything really worth talking about any more than that. It's just they, they sucked. It was an ice – literally, look at this. Ice cold day. Just cold. Just yeah. flakes. Injuries to note here. Chris Carson and C.J. Prosize both Oof. went out. Oof. Two running backs. They were, they were playing some guy's last name was Homer. I didn't even know he was in the NFL. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to correct that and say his last name is Omar. <laughs> silent H. Omar. H is silent. Omar. Omar. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's probably not right at all. Pretty unlucky for Chris Carson there. And uh, the Seahawks just kind of adds to that playoff race there that Russell Wilson has a lot to overcome. We can say that. He does. He does that. So before we let you guys go, like I said, been a great weekend in Nashville. Um, we're headed back to the homelands, get ready for Christmas. Got Christmas coming up. Up top. We just, we just high five. That just happened. Um, we're about to get ready to play us a little bit of NASCAR Heat 4, um, getting ready to make the transition. Uh, vroom, vroom season's coming up. But uh, let's let's uh, preview this uh, Green Bay and Minnesota game real quick of what we think is going to happen, what we're looking forward to, what we're not looking forward to. Got Minnesota, the home team, favored by five. Vikings are at 10-4, and four, Packers 11-3. and three. Um. Yeah, I I don't think this game is going to be as high scoring as some would would think. I just need Aaron Jones to me too. Like Jared Goff, Goff. I need Aaron Aaron Jones. I'm Jonesing for Aaron Jones this week. Like I'm Jonesing bad for some Aaron Jones. Me and you both. I need Aaron Jones to have like a twenty plus game. I need I need a I need a two touchdown, like seventy yards rushing, Aaron Jones game. Not the ideal matchup for us. But it can happen. It's possible. It's Aaron Jones. I need 35. I need Jamal I need Williams. 30. I need Jamal Williams to go home for the holidays. Maybe he'll pull a Will Fuller. That would be cool. Just get too high. Yeah. Pull your groin, Jamal. That's what Will Fuller. That Do was, I have to make my prediction? Yes. Oh, shit. Aaron, Aaron Jones goes the fuck off. You have to make your Riding prediction. Ride it out. Ride it out hot. Here's my prediction. Aaron Jones. I'm putting the energy out there in the universe. Aaron Jones. Two touchdowns, 70 yards. I already said those numbers, so I'm sticking with them. Two touchdowns, 70 yards rushing. 
Aaron Jones tomorrow. That still won't be enough for me. I'm a sad boy. That R plus. I that need, R plus. I need more. That R plus. So the energy's out there. That's happening. If I put full confidence in it, I like to believe that it that it will happen. Um, what what is the what is the old saying? How's the old saying goes? Anything that can happen will happen. It's probably the other way around, but I like to use it that way. I'm gonna look at it in a positive way. There you go. I'm not gonna correct you because I'm not sure. Okay. And I'm going to bring this one back as a teaser. Thielen's back healthy. I did say that if Thielen came back and he, he played, he was going to be okay, and he's still playing, the Thielen Diggs is back for one final time in fantasy football. This will be an Adam Thielen game. You heard it here first. More fantasy points than Stefan Diggs. Guaranteed. Gar- <laughs> I love it. So, I love it. Stamp Garage Guy Chase stamp of approval. That was Adam a loud Thielen. One. Adam Thielen guaranteed more fantasy points than Stefan Diggs. What do you think about the spread? Vikings five point favorites at home. You're a Packers fan. You a uh, you want the Packers probably to well. I like think it. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I was about to say as a Saints fan, I don't know what you want to happen. What what is the what is the playoff implications? Has the the Packers are pretty much already locked up? I should probably know this. Well, they're they're part of that tie with the before this before this week started. They were tied with the the Saints, the Forty ers and the Seahawks. So they need to win to keep keep up with the Saints. That's what needs to happen. But the Vikings are on that bubble because they're playing for the division and they're playing for the wild. Kirk Cousins implosion game. It's, it is a primetime game, which mm. there's a bad history. <laughs> there's a very yeah. bad, but I don't know, man. It's a five point favorite. I, I like to think. I'd like to think that if like the Packers need it, like they're gonna find a way to make it happen. Like I like Devonta Adams You're going with game. the underdog. I like it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot because I think that this is where we see Aaron Rodgers step up. Uh, maybe get some uh, some Percocet. Aaron Rodgers is knee. My knee. My knee. My favorite. Some of that. My favorite cold open. Yeah, for sure. I, I like this one though. You you know you know me I'm a, I'm a Ditka boy, I like me some Mike Ditka. Yeah, both teams really need this game. Should be a fun Monday night game. Hell yeah, really excited about it. But guys, I uh, hope you all did well. I hope you all won your fantasy football championships. For those of you that didn't, there's always next year. Remember to send us your uh, screenshots if you listen to the show. Big shout out to our boy Larry on Twitter. Larry, we love you. I hope that you destroyed worlds today. Thank you for all that you are. It, you, at the end of the day, Larry. You are you are one of the working pieces of the heart of Garage Guys. We appreciate you, just like all you other listeners out there. So we love you. We're signing off from Nashville, sitting in the same room. It happened. Um, looking forward to doing this a lot. Hit the dab. I just on, dabbed. Oh my god, crazy story. <laughs> we'll save that for the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> so might have some audio up on Patreon. If you subscribe to Patreon, you can uh, get that exclusive bonus content. Who knows? We might talk about it. But uh, love you guys. And we will be back um, probably not this week because it's Christmas break week. So we're probably going to throw together a little montage for you guys for the Thursday show. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have that. And then uh, we should be back Monday of next week. So taking the week off. Everybody take off. Take some time off and enjoy the holidays and uh, enjoy the time with your families. So uh, we'll be back live next Monday. Sports party. Repeat.
shit.